Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because it's Tasty Tuesday, you know what that means. It's also True Crime Tuesday. Oh, the true crime. We need like a True Crime Tuesday spooky, like maybe like Steve's Unsolved music. Jacob, give us the give us a little bit of Steve's unsolved. Yeah, give music. us a little bit of that. Don't, music. Whatever you do, he's gonna don't get so tell him pissed. That we're borrowing. He's going to get so pissed. This is going to be worse than when we stole the. Uh, but all we're doing Conway is Conway gas go around. Right, but it's a different song. But, it was, mm-hmm. but, but we're just trying it on. It's yeah, like, we're just we're yeah we're it's trying a it on. Similar shirt. It's like mom brand. is at work and yeah. we really like this blouse of hers, and we're going to try it on or her heels. You didn't ever play in your mom's heels. Don't think so. It was only when you became adult that you started playing in heels. Yes. Yeah. Because I didn't want it to confuse. It's not confusing now. If I was nine, that would have been confusing yeah. growing up. Thinking back in the time, I was like, those those heels make my calves pop. They do. They do. You do have substantial calves. You have a you have dancers calves. Anyone ever tell you that? No. Jesse Pinagar was 23 years old, an experienced hiker and camper, and like many of us, captivated by Hawaii's scenic beauty and numerous trails. So Jesse decided to visit Kauai on his own. He was going to go with friends, but the plans kind of fell through and he was like, well, I'm still going to go. So in January of 2008, he flew from Utah to Kauai and rented an apartment on the island. So he tells his family, hey, I'm going to hang out there for a couple of months. March rolls around. He doesn't show back up in Utah. Dad tries to get a hold of him, can't, flies to Hawaii to look for him. Specifically, he's on the island of Kauai, which is, I don't know, you wouldn't say it's the last in the chain, but it's the, it's the more tropical of all of the islands. The Garden perhaps. Island is what they call it. There you go. So dad shows up on the island, finds the apartment that Jesse was in, and says it's clean and well kept, nothing out of the ordinary. He puts up flyers with the family, offering a $5,000 reward, but despite his efforts, no tips come in and returns home to Utah empty-handed. Months later, the family finally gets a lead that while on the trail in Hawaii, Kalalau. Kalalau Trail, a hiker found this campsite, an abandoned campsite, about five miles in. It was kind of set aside on its own near a cliff. And the hiker got this weird feeling like this doesn't look right. So he reported it. And that's how they found the campsite, the family, Jesse's family. Now, just a quick note about the Kalalau Trail. Um, it's on the northwest side of the island. It is gorgeous. And it, the prop, what makes it so gorgeous is... There's nothing around. I mean, there's no buildings. There's no structures. It's just you and as nature as nature gets. The problem is nature can be very dangerous. And some of these trails uh, are alongside ridiculously steep cliffs. And it's constantly wet. It's constantly slippery. Most of the trail itself, I shouldn't say most, the first part of the trail itself, you don't need a permit for it. You go in a couple of miles, you come out a couple of miles. You go in a couple of miles and you find this great little beach. There's wild cats there. It's just the coolest thing. 
and then you walk out. If you want to go farther in, I think that it's a total of 11 miles uh, distance. You can get a permit from the state of Hawaii, but not everybody gets it, and there's a limited number. It seems like he was in that Kalalau Valley, which is much farther along the trail, and has become sort of a popular area if you're willing to hike that far in. If you're going to swim, strong ocean currents can pull you out to sea. In fact, deaths on this trail happen often enough that there's a sign posted at the Hanakapiai. I don't know. I think you nailed it. Really? Yeah. Uh, the Hanakapiai stream that tallies its victims close to 100 times the last time this journalist for the San Francisco Chronicle visited. This does not include deaths at other streams and beaches from falling rocks or falls from great heights. They said about a half a million people go out on this trail, according to the Hawaii Department of Land and Natural Resources. About a hundred, uh, half a million people every single year. Um, since the 1950s, when a doctor lived out on the coastline, a bunch of these isolated valleys, like I said, the Kalalau Valley, which is what the, the trail is named after, became sort of a spot where you would go to get away from it all. You would go there to disappear from the rest of society and just live on your own, be one with nature, etc. It was Jesse's first time to Hawaii, but his sister says he became familiar with the trail, hiked it several times before he went missing. After Dad heard about that campsite that the hiker found, he flew back to Kauai. This time he hiked the trail. At the campsite, he found his son's iPod and other personal belongings, but no wallet, no cell phone, and no chunk of change that Dad says he was known to leave hidden in a tree when camping. Mom still holds on to the, the hope, 14 years later, that Jesse's just going to walk home. That he's just going to come through the door one day and say it was all a big misunderstanding. Kauai police were not helpful. They did not do much. They think that he just, uh, you know, listen, people go missing there all the time. Tourists. They they come out here and they think that they're going to be all right on this trail and they're not. So, you know, he's on his own. Family even hired a special private investigator and divers to search. Nothing was found. They believe that Jesse either uh, slipped and fell off a cliff or someone that he became acquainted with, possibly illegal campers, found out he had that money, that chunk of change, and killed him for it. We are in the midst of True Crime Tuesday telling you about a 23-year-old guy, Jesse Pinnegar, who went missing along this trail in the, the Nepali coastline area there in Kauai. He is not the first to disappear there. Daniel Marks is another person. He was 24 when he went missing in Kauai back in 2005, three years before Jesse did. He was last seen at the top of the... How do I say it again? Kalalau. Kalalau Valley at the lookout. Witnesses said they saw him looking for a way into the valley from the top... So the theory is he tried to make his own trail down the valley's very steep cliffs, and that was the end of him. A missing persons investigator who works for the Kauai Police Department says, We have several cases of people just like these guys. Going back to 1975, people who trekked into the wilderness. That lots of people come over from the mainland and head for the valley. She says, I've heard Kauai is the vortex of something spiritual. People come here to find it, find themselves, find peace, and they go to this valley. 
We told you the sister of Jesse, who was looking for him, obviously. She's connected with a family of another guy named Daniel Marks, and this other family is going through the same ordeal. He was 24 years old when he went missing in Kauai in 2005. Yeah. Yeah. The trail has a history of erratic behavior, mysterious deaths, baffling discoveries. In 1979, a hiker found two bodies lying next to each other, no identification, no cause of death. They're still listed in the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System. In 71, a repelling biologist found two separate remains off a cliff in the valley of people who died years apart. More recently, in 2012, a homeless man was arrested after reportedly pushing a tourist off a cliff on the trail. How did the homeless guy get up on the trail? Well, he doesn't have a home. He hiked up there. He's got time. Okay. You know? Um, in fact, Jesse's family says they've heard every possible scenario. One caller was after the family's reward, even told them that there was a body farm on Kauai selling body parts. Okay. Mm. And that Jesse may have been the victim of, uh, of that. The other thing about that Nepali coast is, uh, if you take, I got really drunk on a dinner cruise one time, but before that <laughs> happened, I remembered the stories of the, the, groups of people that would live along that coast. And as unforgiving as it was in terms of there's not a lot of land on the beaches, there's not a lot of land where the, where the, you know, the cliffs go into the ocean. There were a handful of coves that people would, uh, that would live in. And they would have these, you know, 200, 300 foot tall cliffs right above the, uh, the beach. And these people would, hike all the way around, you know, take a week and a half or whatever to hike all the way around and get to the top of that cliff and make a rope ladder to go down to the beach so that they had quick transportation to the top where they could get fresh water and livestock or food or whatever they needed and bring it back down to the beach where it was much safer for them. And the number of people who would die just traversing those ladders i mean we're talking hundreds of years ago so it's not like it was a you know a nice aluminum ladder or anything like that but there's so many legends about the spiritual nature of the nepali coast and what goes on in the other worlds that exist around the nepali coast that some people believe that this is just there's like another dimension there that these people are just disappearing into this other dimension Some of the families of the missing guys have realized that many of the missing men share similarities. They're young men, they're from out of state, and they're traveling solo, which has given a little bit of oxygen to the thought that possibly there's a serial killer out there. I think more likely, it's more likely for young men traveling alone to want to do this adventurous type of stuff and maybe take risks that they wouldn't take once their prefrontal cortex is fully developed. And, well, uh, and and it's a dangerous trail. In Daniel Marks's case, the one that was at the Kalau lookout looking for a way to, into the valley that you mentioned, his trip was preceded by an email from an unidentified individual telling him about the cheap tickets to Hawaii. Uh-huh. Which, is an, which is another thing. Was, haven't was we all a, gotten that email? True. <laughs> it's not sure. And uh, the Nigerian prince that was going to give him $45 million yes. once he got there or something like that. Um, but it's unfortunate. That's a, just an incredible, beautiful place. And uh, I don't even know if I still – this was back before we had – you know, you could take your phone with you and take pictures with your phone. Yeah. I'm sure I have pictures of my trip there with my wife.
I hope I do. How's that? I probably threw all mine out because I get rid of pictures once relationships are over. That's very, that's a lot of closure for me. It is. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Well, you still had your ex-girlfriend's quilt on your marital bed that her mother made. And I think her picture's still up in my parents' Stop. Is it serious? Oh, yeah, it is. In the hallway It is in the hallway. But it's a picture of, it's not just her. It's not like a glamour shot of her or anything. It's like she's standing with my sisters and a couple other people. She just happens to be in the picture. When you But it's not like my parents don't have other pictures of my sisters that they could put up. When you walk by it, do you just kind of like tap it? I do. <laughs> hey, Mondo. Yeah, Shannon. What did the lettuce say to the celery? Uh, I don't know. What do you say? Quit stalking me. <laughs> Let me teach you how to eat. Nina Savedra is the host of the Fork Report, joins us Tuesdays for Tasty Tuesday, but you can hear the whole show, the big show, Saturdays from 2 to 5 right here on KFI. With Steve Gregory. With Steve <laughs> Today That is... should be at the end of everything. <laughs> Our new lockouts, we get those emails, hey, yes. you guys are doing it wrong. Yes. I think, I think now, ever heard everywhere on the, the KFI. Yeah, the iHeartRadio <laughs> app with Steve Gregory. I love it. Hey, by the way, yeah. um, if you guys have ever cared about me a moment in your life, will one of you beat me in the head with something heavy? You just name Why? it. Why? Here. It, do you need a You know yeah. what? She passed the test. She asked a question. He, he reached, he reached for, for a heavy object. <laughs> oh. I just got an email with ideation, the word ideation in it. And oh. I, I, I seriously, seriously I, I'm, oh. I'm like mind blinded now. Just circle back. Just was circle it back a, to it. I was going to put a pin in it. Put a pen uh, in we'll it. table it for now. Yeah. The only time ideation is acceptable in an email is if it's from your psychiatrist. Mm. That's the only <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. With crazy and then, ideation. It's, yeah, and then, it's not, it's gonna, not necessarily it's never, good. Yeah. It's never followed by something good. It's I probably just, something stupid. You know, I swore when they brought me back for marketing and stuff, I told our boss, Rob, and I said, if you expect me to use the word synergy or anything, I'm not your guy. You know what? I heard. I, don't like I feel like America. I heard you speaaking corporate speak. You did on a sales call, which and is the only time you'll hear I it. I felt part of my soul die. Yeah. Like when your soul was actively dying. There is no story I can tell you now that will make me cool ever. Right. Because I, you heard <laughs> because, those words. Yeah. Words. It really, like, it, yeah. yeah it it's caught done. you in the act. No, I saw it. I saw it. You stopped saying hi in the hallway. I stopped respecting you. Kind of, you. Yeah, you walked away, averted your eyes in yeah. shame. Like when you get red-faced for a sitcom yeah. that's bad, and you're like, I'm embarrassed for that. I do the same thing with Oscar, too. Oscar <laughs> right. will do it once in a while, and I'm like, dude. He's going to go come that back chain. from the dark side. No, nah, I'm trying to come back. October 4th <laughs> is a big day for the uh, for the three major food groups because today is National Cinnamon Roll Day. It's National Vodka Day and it's National Taco Day. And those three together sound like toilet time. You know what it actually sounds like? It sounds like uh, Absolute Vodka has come out with a bottle of taco cinnamon roll vodka. I could see them doing oh, that. You know, that's probably yeah. the only one flavor they don't have. Yeah. I have all these things in the bathroom, as a matter of like fact. It's like the same as the Oreo people. And a TV, <laughs> just in case. Uh, have you ever seen those those rooms, like uh, hotel rooms or in rich people's houses that have phones and TVs in the bathroom? It's like, how 
long handle handle does has that i said rich he people ha- i was making a, a doesn't he have like a library and a phone in there i think we all knew who i was talking about oh, I'm just okay. saying, what's the elevator for in the shower <laughs> it's a dryer Anywho, all right. Yes, a lot of great things, tacos being one of them. And uh, three taco uh, joints here in the Southland actually got applause and became number one, number two, and number three via the Yelp reviews as uh, the top three taco places. I think this is in, um, in the nation. So, like we had to. Well, in re- in yeah. reverse order, Taqueria Mi Ranchito in Silmar, uh, food truck, uh, best known for its carne asada. The Jesus Ledesma told Yelp that his secret to having a great carne asada is purchasing quality meat. Got to start with quality meat. Everybody knows that. And all of Mexico went, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah not especially just, yeah. at the football stadium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like... <laughs> Okay, sure, whatever he said. The second one is Taco Nazo in Bellflower. Um, that word is new to me. N-A-Z-O. Nazo? Nazo. Nazo? Nazo? I've always said Taco Nazo, but um, I could be – at least half of me is wrong. World-famous so. <laughs> world fish tacos, they say. Uh, Filet is fried till it's crispy and golden brown, paired with a warm tortilla topped with the cabbage, of course, the pico de gallo, and then a secret, secret sauce. Squeeze a lime on top of that. But then the big one, um, Ed Fernandez Restaurant, Birreria, uh, down in San Diego. So, Birria is super, super. Now, the interesting thing about these is they're all known and they have other thing. And it could be Taco Nazo. I've always Taco taco Nazo. Does that mean two Nazo? I don't know. Hmm. I thought it was that they were... In the olden days, they may have called themselves the Taco Nazi, but you can't use you that can't, word yeah, anymore, so bad. they changed it. So it sounds That's like the a, only one that I've actually been to out of these three as well. But they're all known for one specific style. So you have the birria there in San Diego. Then uh, you have the fish tacos or Baja-style tacos at Taco Nazo, and we'll go with both, just keep switching them up, so half the time we'll be right. <laughs> Nazo means a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm always worried whenever I hear her little nails tiki taka. Like, what is she looking up? Because it could be something we're talking about Somewhere. or something we're not talking about. An alarm is going off over in the IT office. But this is, I mean, wouldn't you expect this? Yes. I have a question, though, about birria. 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 Yeah. Birria. Yeah. Emphasis on the first syllable? Birria. birria. Yeah. That term I had not heard until about two months ago. And I put it in the con- I put it in the oh. category of uh, charcuterie, which I had not heard until I turned forty eight years old. And now there's butterboards, and you're like, slow down. So, <laughs> I can't do it all. <laughs> yeah. But birria, yeah. we found a place in town that makes it and was specializing in it, and it is fantastic. <laughs> Isn't it magical? And you like, where have you been? The place I had, um, I had it filled. It. I mean, it was overfilled. I think if you were to, it's not necessarily easy to eat with your hands. No, it's but, messy, and you dip it too. Well, you dip it. They they also had their uh, their uh, flour tortilla was coated in cheese that was then cooked. So yeah. it was almost like a burnt cheddar cheese with this stewed beef and stuff inside of it. I just passed out when I ate it. Mm. It has been around forever, and it's been popular. Before, but things comes uh, things come in cycle, yeah. and then all of the you know, all of a sudden it's everywhere, and and everybody's doing their versions of it, or they're making 
birria burgers, birria pizza, all it's a stewed meat. Um, uh, scoot, uh, stewed meats usually are referred to as uh, guisados. They're stewed meats, and they're put into a tortilla that's usually, like you said, it's maybe been, some cheese has been put on the plancha or the flat top. They throw the tortilla on there, then toast both sides. Sometimes they'll even dip it in the sauce first, then throw it on there, then throw all the goodness in there, the meat. And it just is one of those things that is is simple in in concept, uh, complex in flavor. It's been stewing all day. And it, it first time you eat it, you're like, it's like a pulled pork sandwich for the first time or something where you're just like, why can I not have this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Well, there's no rules. Yeah. No rules when it comes to food. Not with me. Just weird rules. All right. Coming up next, robots in restaurants. Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Like that R3PO. Right? Am no, I right, it's Shannon? C3PO. Oh my gosh. Is that right? Is that right? C3. <laughs> I like the first swipe with confidence and then the look of, I have no idea what I said. It's kind of like watching Handel right? do the show in the morning. I know. He says Every it with day. confidence and then he looks around like, were those words meaningful? <laughs> <laughs> C3PO, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. All right. Human cyborg relations. Uh huh. Yeah. He's the, uh, he's the little furry guy, right? The, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting Groot? a text from George Lucas. Like Groot? <laughs> like Groot. I am C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gary and Shannon will continue. Gary gets so mad at me. So I disappointed. Not, it's I a disappointed not, look. It's, I lit that fire. I'm, I like it when you guys go at it over Star Wars. I'm not mad. I know, you're just disappointed. I just had such high hopes for you. No, you didn't. Uh, Taco Bell's, we were talking about National Taco Day. Taco Bell is bringing back their Taco Lovers Pass. Um, yeah, is, just for a month. Is this like movie pass where they're going to get sued eventually because uh, people... <laughs> you can see as many movies as, as you want. Plus, this little pill will diagnose any problem you have. Uh, Taco Bell is bringing back the Taco Lovers Pass. You have to be a member, so go online, get the app. And today only, because it's National Taco Day, today only, you can go in there, you can sign up. It's $10. And you can get in consecutive days for the next 30 days any taco they sell. The highest price taco is $2.99. So you do the basic math, you're looking at almost what, 90 bucks if sure. you bought that every day? For just 10. Yeah, for 10 bucks. So why would you not do that? They do say you can choose from the seven classics the Crunchy Taco, the Crunchy Taco Supreme, the Spicy Potato Soft Taco, the Doritos Locos Taco, or the Doritos Locos Taco Supreme, which I, I, I think you'd have to go with one. that one. Yeah. You got to put your foot on the gas at that point. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get your bang for your buck, um, you're like, boom, I'm doing that. But that's a fantastic deal. You're talking about 30, 33 cents. Per uh, uh, that's, uh, taco. That's pretty great. Yeah, that's not bad. At all. I mean, any of them. I think the dollar twenty nine is probably the lowest Break cost. Even. Taco. Yeah. Um, the other issue that we've seen repeatedly when it comes to the food industry is um, is automation. There's a new. Uh, I saw a story, just a headline. I didn't read the article, but it was about how a uh, French fry maker is now considered. Uh, obviously quicker than humans in terms of processing the potatoes to be French fries and then sure. cooking them to a more regular, uh, more um, Consistent. uniform yeah. uh, consistency than, than humans can. Yeah. Now, even the, the machines they have now will go bing, 
right. it lets it lets them know the process. So they already have some help in in automation of some sort. She didn't want you. Uh, she packing away her sand. I'm putting my toys away. Okay. So, <laughs> you want to take that one? Nope. I'm out. You knew, uh, so now they're at the place where. That's so gross. Hey, you started. This is a talk child's toy. Your great set, or whatever you started with that today. That sweet James great set. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so more and more, of this is going to come. But you got. Oh. You, you got to think. Not. Not. Wait. Literally two and a half hours later, you were like, what did I, I say? I didn't realize the phraseology. You didn't realize. I said that. There is nothing but phrasing on this show <sighs> all day long. Anywho, that, so although they, they bing and all that and they keep that the oh consistency, which is important, you also go into the fact that you're not going to have any accidents. You know, you've got human flesh around 375 degree oil. Mm. Yeah. Not a great pair. Well, so, it does come out a, a little. Sweet set. Comes out a little crispy, maybe. Right? It is. You're like those smell great. That's your knuckles. <laughs> so this is happening. It really is, and I can't tell people this enough that it is happening. Automa- automation is creeping in, and the only ones honest enough to not say like it's not going to take over human jobs is McDonald's. They just haven't said anything about it. Everyone else, Chipotle. Um, anybody else that has used this technology thus far says, oh, it's going to enhance and let and uh, enhance the process and let our human people worry about and focus on the heart of hospitality. Well, I'm trying, I'm thinking of the experience of going to a restaurant and what, uh, what you see when you're there. And for the most part, you don't watch your food prep. You see it presented to you after. Sure. You know, line cook and the chef and everybody gets their shot at it. Then you see it come out and it's put together and looks nice. Unless you go to there's there's only two places that I can think of where you see food prepped in front of you. Some of the good old pizza restaurants where the kids could sit up on that glass and watch them. You know, they'd feed you little pieces of mozzarella or something like that. You can watch them stretch your pizza and and prepare it. And the other one is those uh, higher end Mexican restaurants where they'll make guacamole in front of you. Oh yeah, those are those are like two examples of them preparing a food in front of you that you get to watch. And if most of that stuff is done behind closed doors, you don't know or care necessarily who or what is putting your food together, as long as it comes out well. Yeah, you you're you're right about the way things used to be. It was tableside. That was always the thing. Whether it was the making of your Caesar salad, whether it was uh, the preparation of uh, a dessert, um, and the these things were very important at one time. Even Morton's, back in the day, used to bring out the steaks in front of you, bring out the lobster, explain them all raw. You could see them through the you point out that they'd walk a cow out yeah. <laughs> and they'd bring a lobster and say, "Which one do you want?" And and th- then they fire it up and you can see it. Yeah. A lot of uh, Places do that that are on the higher end. They want the chefs to be part of the, the uh, entertainment. But this is coming, period. You're, you're talking about unionizing or getting robots. And a robot is not going to take days off. It doesn't have to have 15-minute breaks every two hours or whatever it is. You don't have to worry about its mental well-being. Yeah. It's a it robot. It doesn't have feelings. Yeah. It's like Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Gary's a robot. Very low maintenance. I walked in here one day. Mm-hmm. 
you were gone, and I swear I saw him putting, clicking it back into place, his oh, face. Interesting. Yeah. He was a jaw. Yeah. Every once in a while, you see a seam. That's why he loved Westworld. <laughs> yeah. I really jived with those yeah, people. Yeah. He's on people, 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 people. We got along very well. Hey, real quickly, if I may, I want to remind people. I don't know. People, 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 people. That Worst Kusha in Venice. If you've never been there, it's fantastic. They have a location in downtown L.A. as well. But in the Venice location, they're doing their Oktoberfest right now and Sundays. So you have this Sunday and the following two Sundays that uh, if you are a Fork Report listener, you can go to their website, which is W-U-R-S-T-K-U-C-H-E. Did you just read an eye chart? What? that was? Do it again. <laughs> it's like it's like if you jump, it, like reading the keyboard. W-U-R-S-T-K-U-C-H-E. Verskusha. Verskusha. That's what I... Verskusha. I've heard Verskusha or something too. But in Venice, every Sunday, here's a code for 20% off. It's Fork. F-O-R-K. They that do one a great I, that's job. That's great. Yeah. And they'll give you uh, 25% off any of the remaining, remaining Sundays. I think ch- uh, children are allowed. Excellent. And nice. free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the you've been there, right? Oh yeah, many times. The, but the sausages are fantastic. Oh, the I, vibe I, is had awesome. The rabbit and the rattlesnake. Rabbit, rabbit and rattlesnake was the first one I had. Yeah, and they have a duck and rattlesnake now. I mm. think too, like together. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's I don't great. know. They I, mix their meats. Yeah. Is it like unlikely friendships. Remember when we talked about those? Snakes yeah, aren't very fatty. <laughs> yeah. Snakes aren't very fatty, but uh, you have a lot of fat and grease. On but then why would you put them together? I don't know. To create the perfect yeah, thing. It's a nice mixture. You know, sometimes you don't just want chicken. You want chicken and fish. Uh, like a 50-50 burger. You want, yeah. you want some pork and you want some Exactly. Some now you've got the hang of it. And rattlesnake. Yes, and rattlesnake, just in case. Did I tell you guys that I had bratwurst pizza? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I like my bratwurst on its own. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.